fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The pre-Friday celebration is officially upon us. Welcome into the program. It is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. And our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio and TV plus the live stream plus the podcast as well. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. And boy, do we have a show lined up for you today. I know I say that every day, but I'm super excited. I was getting ready for the program, and I went to look at the guests that we're having on the show today. Now, for you to be clear, as we are a growing program, and I do not have a large staff of individuals helping me out, I am my own producer, I am my own guest booker, I am my own call screener, although I don't really take any phone calls right now since we're kind of at different times all over the place, but because of all this... I kind of do everything, but I was getting ready for the program today, and I was looking at my guests, and then I totally forgot, I forgot about the guest that we had on today that I'm super excited about, and I've not had her on my show in a very long time. She is with Act for America, and you can find that actforamerica.org, Brigitte Gabrielle, she'll be with us live at the bottom of the hour. And as you know, she's a very big guest nationally. She's on Fox News all the time. She's on with Sean Hannity all the time. Uh, super awesome. Talking about uh, extremism in religion, extremism in the, uh, in the Islam uh, side of things. And as we hear about Ilan Omar right now, this is the perfect guest. So looking forward to Brigitte Gabrielle coming on the show in just a little bit. We'll talk about Ilhan Omar along with other things with her as well. So super excited about that. I, it didn't even phase me today. I was just going about my day and realized, oh, hey, that's who I have on the program uh, for the Voice of Reason on a pre-Friday celebration. You can find us all over our live streaming, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch.tv, plus OurFreedomBook.com. Also on the other social media at TikTok and Instagram, all of it at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason, and the website at HoosierReason.com. Speaking of Ilhan Omar... As she has come out, as you know, a week or two ago and made the reference between the United States and Israel really being uh, just like those terrorists, just like Hamas, just I mean, the United States, we are terrible. We are racist. We are bigger. We are the terrorists of the world. I mean, this really coincides with the 9-11 comments from Jeremiah Wright and some of the others. Uh, remember, the chickens are coming home to roost in America. We are the expansionists. We are the colonialists. Now, we haven't taken over any land since we did our manifest destiny, and we have created the United States. We haven't taken over any more land. But we're still the colonialists. We're still the racists. We're the bigoted. We're the xenophobes. We're the whatever else, the Islamophobes uh, as well, because we're concerned about extremism. Now, I will say there are extremists. There are some really great people as well that are of the Islamic religion. In fact, this is way back when, when I had the local program here in the Wichita area, we actually interviewed the head of the Islamic Society of Wichita. Super cool guy, Hussam Mahdi. He's a great individual. I think he's still there. We need to get him back on the program and chat with him again. Super cool guy. Got the tour through the, uh, through the mosque. Got to actually see a service actually happen, and it was eye-opening to me. It was very fascinating. I absolutely loved it. But obviously, there are some radicals out there as well, including roughly about a third of the Islamic population in the Middle East. So 
is that coming to America and is that something we need to be concerned about? We have Ilhan Omar now comparing the United States to war crimes to actions by the Taliban and Hamas. And now she's come back and kind of sort of retracted those. But is it really a retraction? She sent it on Twitter. Uh, we must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. I ask the senators where people are supposed to go for justice. Uh, so, of course, comparing us, we're the terrible ones, we're the evil. I mean, we may just be the streets paved with gold and the opportunity for everyone, and the rest of the world tries to get into the United States, but we're the terrible, evil jerks who just want to destroy the world and take over the world. And we've done atrocities, uh, terrorist uh, acts, just like those individuals. It's, it's a stupid comment from a very ignorant, naive individual that's in Congress. And it's frustrating to us on the conservative end how we have people truly representing parts of our government with these mindsets. And it's really the B squad. It's it's Ilhan Omar. It's Rashida Tlaib. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the others. There's one or two others that are really saying really, really dumb things, and they're gaining support. People actually support them. But when she makes a comment like this, it's a little slap on the wrist and it's move on. Now, if any Republican would say anything like this, they would be kicked out of office, they would be recalled by the people in their districts and say this is not acceptable or tolerable in any way, shape, or form. But when these guys, gals, or others do it, then they get the slap on the wrist and they continue to do what they're allowed to do. And I think that's why there's such a divide right now and why so many conservatives are angry and livid beyond belief, because that is unacceptable to the the country that you represent. You're going after and attacking and you're allowed to stay in that position. Now, the Democrats, they've kind of had to be the ones that come back and say, you know, we're kind of step away from this one a little bit. They don't want to because they agree with her, but they kind of step back just a little bit, just a bit. As they came out with a statement saying, drawing false equivalencies between democracies like the U.S. and Israel and groups that engage in terrorism like Hamas and the Taliban ferment prejudice and undermines progress towards the future and peace and security for all. It was an official statement by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, along with House Democrat leaders and top officials, that want Omar to clarify her statement, they continue on, quote, we welcome the clarification by Congresswoman Omar that there are no moral equivalency between the U.S. and Israel and Hamas and the Taliban. You know, we're, we're kind of the heads of the country right now. We need to just reword things a little bit better. I know what you meant, and we totally agree. This is the backroom deal that they're having right now. Uh, Omar, we totally agree with what you said. I mean, absolutely. We're terrorists. We're terrible people. The chickens are coming home to roost. We need to destroy this country from within so we can make it whatever we want it to be. We totally agree. But you know, right now with the division, can you just rephrase it a little bit? Can you redo your thing just a little bit? It's kind of like the parent. I'm learning now, and luckily we don't have a whole lot of kids. We have one little voice of reason. I've, I've realized that if we had multiple children, it would be like my siblings and myself. Now, I was seven years older than my brother. I was eight years older than my sister. I was the oldest in the family. We had three, and I was definitely a wide gap in between those. But when we would bicker and, and fight amongst us as children, I would always get in trouble for everything. Even though I didn't do anything wrong ever in my entire existence as an older sibling with younger siblings, I never did anything wrong. But my parents would always get mad at me because I was the oldest. So even when my sister or brother would blame me on something, then they'd say, Andy, just apologize. And sometimes they would find it kind of funny. But yet, Andy, you need to apologize to your, uh, to your brother or to your sister. So even though I didn't mean it, 
I would have to apologize. Now, we've made the correlation that Democrats are already little children that throw the temper tantrum in the candy store when they don't get the sucker because they want it right now. And if you don't, by golly, I'm going to drop right on the floor and flail like a little child screaming and throwing a temper tantrum. In fact, I've heard the stories of Mrs. Voice of Reason when she was a child when she wouldn't get what she would want and they were holding hands with her parents. She would literally just plop on the on the store floor and dislocate her shoulder right in the middle of the store. Why? Because as a kid, you throw a temper tantrum. That's what progressive Democrats do. Now, the Democrats right now are wanting this message to be out there, but, you know, can you just rephrase it a little bit better? Can you do it just a little bit better? So she's come out to rephrase her statement. I was in no way equated. Oh, here's what it says. To be clear. The conversation was about accountability for specific incidents regarding those ICC, the International Criminal Court cases, not a moral comparison between Hamas and the Taliban and the U.S. and Israel. I was in no way equating terrorist organizations with Democrat countries with well-established judicial systems. Now, some on the other side of the aisle could take that at face value. You know what? She apologized. She clarified her statement. She's not against democracies. She's not against the judicial system. Obviously, she's a congresswoman here. Obviously, she's grateful for the position she's in. Obviously, she loves this nation very much coming here as a refugee, now becoming a congresswoman. The American dream at its best. That's what the other side would want you to say, even though you know it's a bunch of crap. Even though you know it's a bunch of crap. I mean, they're right with the American dream. They're right being able to have the opportunities that are endless here. You can come here as a refugee. You can come here with nothing to your name, and you can become an elected official representing millions of people and being a national icon for some individuals, leading a movement in this. You have the ability to do all of that. But them trying to justify what she said, bunch of crap. And you know it. Because if she was for the judicial systems... Would she be supporting the Black Lives Matter movement? If she supported the judicial systems, would be she would she be supporting Antifa and other radical groups here in the country right now? Would she be saying that there's police brutality and trying to defund police? Because if the judicial systems worked in her mind, then there wouldn't be police brutality because then we wouldn't see an incarceration rate of minority individuals higher than whites in this country because the judicial system works and it's totally fair and it's totally clean and it works great and it's wonderful. She doesn't believe that. To her, the judicial system is flawed. To her, we need to upturn the tables in the courthouse there and then the court or in the uh, in the nice little court area. We need to overturn the tables because they're flawed, they're corrupt, they're run by white people, they're run by the white privileged individuals, they're run by the rich, they're run by the elite, they're run by the white privileged male in this country who hates apparently in her eyes. It's run by people who hate Muslims, who hate minorities, who hate black people, who hate all this. So, therefore, the system's all corrupt. She believes that. So, we're supposed to take her at her face value here, saying I was in no way equating terrorist organizations with Democrat countries and well-established judicial systems. <laughs> Not at all. We have a great system here. It's just flawed for everybody that lives in the country, and I hate it, and I want to dismantle it. So the other side can live in their delusional world and have the nice little goggles on to be like, oh, she's great and does everything wonderful. But yet that's not the case. 
And the Democrats have not rebutted that and be like, that's just not true. When they were doing the hate speech bill, remember just about a year or so ago, doing the hate speech bill, Donald Trump creating all this hate speech in the country. We need to stop the hate speech going on in the nation. And because of her, she's the one that went after Jews. The Jewish community, I hate the Jews. The Jews are terrible. The Jews are one running the country, or the Jews are the ones that have all the wealth, and Israel's terrible because it's run by Jewish people. She made whatever absurd comment that she made, so we're like, hey, maybe we should create a hate speech bill. And then she leads the charge on the hate speech bill and says, you know what, we need to get rid of hate speech against Islam individuals and minority individuals, and we need to ban certain words, and we need to ban certain phrases. Not against what she said about the Jewish community, but about all the minorities that have been oppressed, quote-unquote, in the country since the dawn of this nation. And she's the one that led the hate speech bill, and when it came out, it was nothing more than a watered-down bill that never referenced the whole purpose of the bill was the comments that she originally made. Because they take her at face value. And because the Democrats, being that parent where they giggle in the background, oh, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> that was actually kind of cool. Man, she really said that. Boom, she laid down that hammer. Mic drop, baby. They're thinking that. Well, they're like, you know, we'd really like her to clarify her statements here. Not that's completely wrong. That's terrible that you said that. We condemn every word of it, and if you say something like that again, you will never step foot on Capitol Hill again because that's not how an elected official represents themselves as a member of the of the Washington, D.C. elite and part of the American government system. That's not how you operate up here. You're not going to be tolerated. Instead, <laughs> you know, clarify your statements, please. Oh, I love the judicial system. Oh, I guess it's all cleared up. It's all good. We'll talk with Gabrielle Brigitte, uh, Brigitte Gabrielle in just a little bit about that. We'll shift gears a little bit when we come back as well. There's a lot to get to today. Kind of fired up. A feisty Thursday. Pre-Friday celebration here on The Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss Parker. 
part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I have to admit, I cannot wait until we get to a point in society where we don't look at religion, we don't look at sexual orientation, we don't look at skin color, we don't look at gender, we don't look at any of that. We can actually look at someone based on just character, which was the dream all the way back when. I have a dream where I can be judged on my character, not on the color of my skin. I, w- I can't wait till society gets back to that point, but we'll never do it on the other side of the aisle. It's just not going to happen. That ideology thrives off of that. That's who they are. They have consumed to where that's what the identity actually is. To the point to where if you are different, then you are the worst thing on the face of the earth. For example, there's a story out of Newsmax right now where there's a noted psychoanalyst. Now, what's the difference between a psychoanalyst and a psychologist? Does a psychologist actually treat you when the psychoanalyst just, like, observes you and then re- writes reports about you? Like, <laughs> I don't know the difference between the two. But there's a noted psychoanalyst, Dr. Donald Moss, who published a new paper claiming that whiteness is a, quote, malignant parasitic-like condition that renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, and perverse. Let me read that again for you. Dr. Donald Moss, noted psychoanalyst, claims that whiteness is a malignant parasitic-like condition that renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, and perverse. Moss, who teaches at the New York Psychoanalytic Institute and the San Francisco Center for Psychoanalysis, writes in the Journal of the American Psychoanalytic, uh, I'm tired of saying that word, Psychoanalytic Association in May, that, quote, whiteness is a condition one first acquires and then one has a malignant parasitic-like condition to which white people have a particular susceptibility. The condition is foundational, generating characteristic ways of being in one's body, in one's mind, and in one's world. He says the parasitic whiteness renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, and perverse. These deformed appetites particularly target non-white people. I have no idea what all that means. That is psychobabble above my head that I don't really care about because it's stupid! And it makes no sense. He proposed that the effective treatment consists of a combination of psychic and social historical interventions. <laughs> psychic interventions? Uh, I see you not being white any longer. <laughs> Such interventions can be reasonably aimed to only reshape whitenesses. Uh, really? That's what it is? To reshape whitenesses' infiltrated appetites to reduce their intensity, redistribute their, ar- uh, redistribute their aims, and occasionally turn those aims towards the work of reparation. When remembered and represented, the ravages wreaked by the chronic condition can function either as a warning or as a temptation. All right. That's apparently where we're at in society now. You have been infected with whiteness. Your skin glow. I mean, look, again, I've been out in the sun most summer already this year, planting in the Hoosier Media Network herbal garden and everything, and yet I still glow in the dark. That's just me. That's who I am. I've accepted it. It's okay. I've ex- I have come to terms with my disability. Of ultra whiteness, apparently, but not in the not in the fact of mentally where I'm apparently a parasite who oppresses 
individuals based on my whiteness, because probably because you're a Trump supporter or you're a conservative who just believes in individualism. And if you don't look at skin color, then you're the problem because you need to be aware of it. You need to look at it as the only factor for an individual. And then you need to apologize for your whiteness and what you've done. Well, what have I done? Well, your ancestor did stuff, so you're part of it. It's the bloodline, baby. And that's what they've now. So now we need to go through interventions to be aware of it, to work on it, and to move forward. It's kind of like the Coca-Cola can where um, – now there is a photo running around that I, it's most likely fake. But obviously after the training that Coke did with their employees that they've trained being like, you need to be less white. There is now a movement with the 1619 Project or this movement with this woke uh, a woke culture of whatever it is, truly believing that if you are white, then you have a problem and you need to apologize for this. Uh, this type of level with the deepness of stupid that is running rampant in this nation, and I don't care how many degrees this guy has, the stupid messages being promoted like this and the deep dives of nonsensical garbage with this type of being considered normal and mainstream we will never ever ever get to a place where race and division and putting people in boxes will ever go away it will never happen with this mindset the voice of reason with andy hoosier Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you're all welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, radio and TV, plus the live stream and the podcasting all over the place. We appreciate you growing more and more every single day, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, trying to stumble through a radio program like Joe Biden through a press conference. (laughs) See what we did there? called a joke welcome back in great to have you i don't want to waste any time i want to get right to our guest now for those of you that have listened to my program for a really long time we had this guest on years ago and i don't know why i haven't had her back on because i absolutely love her i follow her all the time on social media i follow her all the time when she's on fox news and every other place that she is as she is so busy in fighting the good fight as she is a national security analyst she is New York Times bestseller. Her latest book, Rise, in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. Uh, she's also the head with the Act for America, which you can find at actactforamerica.org. I am honored and so excited to have back on the program with this Brigitte Gabrielle. Brigitte, how are you, my friend? Uh, thank you, Andy. Delighted to be back with you. And where have you been? 
Oh, I tell you, it has been a crazy time, hasn't it? It's just been nonstop. Both of us just, uh, we can't take a break. I know. Well, listen, congratulations on your show growing. I'm so happy for you. You do a great job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And it's so good to have you back on. It, it can't be completed without having you on here because you've been fighting this fight, which it was funny. We were just talking about the first half hour of the program, uh, this Ilhan Omar. I mean, apparently, Regina, the, the U.S., we're just like Islam. I mean, we're just like the Taliban. We're just like Hamas. I mean, we are the terrorists of the world, aren't we? Well, in her eyes, we are. I mean, look, you've got the squad right now uh, basically leading Congress any way they want. Uh, they hate America. They want to transform America. We are looking now at those who want to transform the country, sitting in position of power, having incredible influence via media, via social media. And you have reporters who are acting as their PR agents instead of journalists doing their job. And that's not advancing the messages of Rashida and Ilhan Omar and Ocasio-Cortez and those people who sound like a broken record who think that the problem with America are people like you and me and our listeners who love God, who love our country, who honor our flag, who honor our veterans, who, who believe in the Constitution, who believe in the Bill of Rights, who stand up for the national anthem. We are the enemy of America as far as they are concerned because we are the firewall between them transforming America and we and us preserving America and the image and the vision that our founding fathers envisioned it. Yeah, amen. I mean, when we heard Barack Obama back in 2008 say he wanted to fundamentally transform America, is this what he was wanting? Not just the Constitution and our values there, but religious-wise, trying to uh, trying to change up the Judeo-Christian values we have in this nation to completely rewrite the foundation of our country from the start. Is that what they're just they're just promoting the Barack Obama administration here? Well, look, I mean, when you, are, when you watch what's happening in our country, I mean, it's as if you are in a third term of the Obama administration. Yeah. The country is being transformed. Remember, it was Obama that brought the, the race war. Before President Obama, everybody, look, nobody, look, we didn't have a problem with race relations. As a matter of fact, it was the majority white people who elected President Obama, and a lot of people felt proud. The fact that we had overcome our uh, uh, past history to be able to elect a black president uh, to the United States. Look, I did not vote for Barack Obama, but I remember when Barack Obama won, I remember feeling so emotional that I am so privileged to live in a country where it is so great that people are able to overcome their, their, their problems in the past, overcome their challenges, and move forward to be better, bigger, stronger America. And what, what it turned out under Obama is he literally transformed the country. He got involved in the race problems. He actually will egg it on. He will flame the flame. And he is doing exactly the same right now. So what we are witnessing in America right now is what Obama started, and this wave of transformation is con being continued. And now the new generation, the young ones, the Ocasio-Cortez, uh, the Presley, the Ilhan Omar, the Rashida Tlaib, are continuing the legacy of Obama and enforcing his ideas and making them into law. Yeah, no, it's a terrible thing, and it's it's scary because there's people that actually buy it. I mean, the fact that AOC and and uh, Omar, I mean, they got reelected shows that there's support for that message, which is very concerning to me. But can we bring it back? I mean, we saw during the Donald Trump time they called him the racist, they called him the bigot, they called him the this, they called him the that, whatever the Nazi, whatever they else they wanted. But what I saw at the Republican National Convention last year, going into the election, was a start of something that I think I'm more excited about than I've seen from the Republican Party in a very long time, where the entire message was about 
entrepreneurship, was about minority individuals, was about the success, the American dream, the streets paved with gold, where anybody from anywhere in the world can come and actually do something and be productive and actually make a life for themselves. Republicans need to piggyback on that, don't they? Or do you think it's kind of a day late, dollar short kind of thing? They should. And you know what? They were starting to get the hang of it when President Trump was in power because President Trump was strong enough to, for all the rhinos and the spineless Republicans in Congress who sat back and said, okay, well, President Trump is fighting the fight and I can hide behind him and I can look good because I'm standing, you know, as a Republican for the same policies he stood for. And what we saw was when the strong leader, when President Trump was no longer living at the White House, you saw all the spineless Republicans with their spine waving and curling like a little baby because they were afraid to stand up for America. They were afraid to stand up and put America first. And look, Andy, what made people in this country, across the country, love President Trump, the billionaire, even though he did not, you know, he did not show up with a flannel T-shirt to the Iowa, um, you know, caucuses and, you know, ate corn. He showed up in there in his, you know, Armani suit with his private plane giving people rights on his his airplane, on his helicopter. So what President Trump gave the American public is the pride to be an American. He made being an American so wonderful and so unbelievable. He gave the American people the feeling of you are great, you are amazing, we can accomplish the impossible, we're going to create a space force, we're going to do incredible things, America's going to continue being the glorious uh, city on a shining light on top of a hill. That's what he told the American people after eight years of Obama tearing down the confidence of the American people, tearing down the legacy of our country, tearing down the confidence of our country, tearing down the love of our country. Let's not forget that Obama went on a, on, on a worldwide international tour apologizing for America and apologizing for the sins of America. That's the type of a president we had before President Trump. President Trump came on board and he said, America is the most exceptional nation on the face of the planet. And people treated him as the president of the most exceptional nation on the face of the planet. Look at the Saudi welcome they gave him when he went to Saudi Arabia, when he traveled on his first tour. We didn't see any wars in four years. You didn't see the Palestinians, the Israelis fighting in four years. There was none of that. Because people knew there was a leader in the United States, and all the bad players and all the bad boys sat on the sidelines silent because they knew he was going to take care of business. And now that he's no longer there, they know they can walk all over Biden. Yeah, uh, this is why I love having you on, because it energizes us and gets us feeling so good about where we're at and what we can do about some of this. Brigitte Gabrielli, uh, the latest book, Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. You can find that at uh, Also, actforamerica.org. Last time we really had you on was around that time with your book, They Must Be Stopped, Why We Must Defeat Radical Islam and How We Can Do It. Uh, and since then, we haven't heard much about that issue until we saw the conflict with Israel and Hamas just a few weeks ago with some of those. Is that still an issue we need to be concerned about? Because no one seems to be talking about it anymore. Look, I talk in my book about the advancement and the influence operation of Muslim Brotherhood agents within our government. And what do you see now? You see Ilhan Omar sitting in Congress. You see Rashida Tlaib sitting in Congress. You see for the first time a Muslim elected to Congress swearing on the Quran and wanting to be sworn wearing the attire of her native land. When was the last time you saw an Irish being elected to Congress or an Italian or a Lebanese or a Chinese? dressing up to be sworn as a member of Congress in their home country attire. Where is their loyalty? Is the 
loyalty to China? Is there loyalty to uh, the Palestinian territories? Or is there loyalty to uh, Somalia or Pakistan or Afghanistan or the United States? You know, and the actions speak louder than words. And I talk about action through every single book I write. And this is why the title of my last book was Rise. And you said, leading into this question, you always, Brigitte, energize us and let us know about what we can do and we get energized loving our country. I urge people, if my message resonates with you, go to our website, actforamerica.org. Actforamerica.org and join us. Get involved. We are mobilizing the nation. We are passing bills. We are starting groups nationwide. I'm proud to tell you, Andy, that since last time I was with you on, on the radio, Act for America has helped pass 112 bills on the federal level and the state level. We were very instrumental in passing the election integrity bills in Georgia, in Arizona, in Florida, uh, even the social media bill in Florida that, that Governor DeSantis signed. So, again, I urge people listening to this broadcast, go to our website, actforamerica.org, click on Get Involved, sign up as an activist or sign up to start a group. We will train you. We will mentor you. We will connect you with other people in your community who love America as much as you do and who are as passionate about defending America as much as you do. And by the way, the name of the organization is Act for America. Not think about America, not wish for America, not pray for America, not hope for America, but Act for America, because you can do all the thinking and hoping and praying and wishing, but without taking action, nothing happens. Go to actforamerica.org, sign up to join us, get involved, and if you can support us and stand with us financially, please do. We need your help. Actforamerica.org. It's Brigitte Gabrielle. It's always good to talk to you. Let's get you back on the show sooner than another four years. What do you say? I would love that. Thank you, Andy, and have a great day. Hey, you as well. We always love having you on the program. We appreciate that so much. Actforamerica.org plus uh, BrigitteGabrielle.com is the website. Go and check it out. We'll get her back on the show very, very soon. Got to take a break. Wrap up the show today for a pre-Friday celebration. Stay here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, I kind of think that I'm a high-intensity kind of guy, at least on the radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm pretty laid back. It's cool. But, I mean, hey, we got to keep you energized, got to keep you pumped up. I am the catalyst for change, and that's what we try to be here on the show. The Voice of Reason, catalyst for conservatism. I like that. Might have to make that a liner on the show. What do you think? Yeah, anyways, not to distract myself, I'm pretty energetic. I tell you what, Brigitte Gabrielle, she is a fireball and a half. I absolutely love having her on the program, and she just doesn't hold back. So uh, it's great to talk with her. We're going to get her back on the show again soon, more than every four or five years when the last time we've actually had her on the show. So uh, looking forward to chatting with her. You can find her all over her social media, BrigitteGabrielle.com. Also, ActForAmerica.org is her website. Super cool stuff. They train you. They help you out with well, like training on different issues and being able to fight and best. I mean, if you've ever, and here's what I encourage individuals to do. If you've never run for office at some point in your life, sometime for whatever cost, run for a political office, run for city council, run for school board, run for state legislators. You don't have to run for Congress in Washington, D.C. and go through all the mud there and the mudslinging and trying to raise a million dollars. You don't have to do that. Run for a precinct member, a precinct committee person in your district. Uh, be involved in your Republican Party or Democrat Party if you associate with the Democrats. Um Run for the chairman for the you know county party that you're involved with. Run for city council. Run for the school board. Do something. Get out. The experience is beyond anything that you'll ever experience. Now, I've never run for office yet, but I have helped as a campaign manager for multiple different campaigns, so I've seen it, which you can do that as well. Go out and volunteer. Knock on the doors and talk to people. Talk to them about the issues. Hey, what is concerning to you? What bothers you? What do you want to see fixed? Okay, either I'll fix that or I'll let them know about that. Or, yeah, you know what? That's kind of messed up. Let's see what we can do about that. Let's start an initiative. It's amazing because we have the power, which is why she says, act, Fair America. Don't think about it, but act on it. Act upon it. You can think about it all you want to, but thinking about it only gets you so far. There is a lot of people that, you know, either manifest things in their life or they pray for things to happen in their life, and that's great. And, you know, if you're a spiritual kind of person, God will help you out and get you what you need. But at the same time, you don't just sit back and wait for it, where so many people just sit back and wait for it. Well, I prayed, so it's going to happen. That's cool. And obviously, if you believe in that, then that's going to happen because God will take care of you. But you have to act upon it. You can't just wait for it and just be like, all right, here it is. Let me have it. You got to go get it. Make it happen. You don't pray that it happens. You pray that you have the ability to do it yourself. And that's what we're doing for the country. We're acting upon this. Run for office. Get involved. Go on a campaign. Make the phone calls to people. Talk to them. Knock on their door. Drop literature on their front doors and talk to people. It's amazing what you can do. It's amazing what we could accomplish when we are that catalyst and we do make that change happen. That's how Donald Trump won, for crying out loud, isn't it? 
we have that ability, and I'm super excited about the momentum because, as I mentioned before, we're seeing people announce for candidacies all over the country a year and a half out before an election. That doesn't happen unless it's a presidential election, and this is a midterm election in 2022. And yet we have senators and congressmen and governor's races and even state legislative seats all over the country where people are announcing ready to run for these seats and they're campaigning already, getting their messages out there. That's the kind of action that we're going to take. Democrats don't have that. They're trying to scramble to not have Ilhan Omar say stupid stuff to ruin their reputation right now. I know we believe this stuff, Omar, but you can't just come out and say it. You got to do it strategically. You got to do the FDR style. You can't just bring on socialism altogether. You got to do it in increments. We're the boiling frog thing. They don't notice it until it's already too late. That's their message. They've, they're getting anxious, though. And as we talked about yesterday with the Democrats starting to eat themselves because they're not promoting the agenda they want to fast enough now because the executive orders are kind of run dry and now we have stagnation in Congress and they can't pass the bills they want to, they're getting frustrated. Bernie Sanders... When he was running for president just last uh, couple years ago for this last year's election, uh, he had mentioned that he is there to complete the FDR agenda, to bring in the full-fledged socialist, communist, left-wing, progressive agenda. That's, they're there to finish it. They're there to accomplish it. It's been 100 years. So it's time to get FDR. Let's go, buddy. Let's make this happen. They're getting anxious. They're ready for it. And they don't want to wait around any longer. They've already made strides over the last how many years since FDR? They've made strides with the bureaucratic agencies and the departments. They've made strides with what they've tried to implement at the federal level that are unconstitutional, illegal, and completely criminal. But nonetheless, they've done it. And we go along with it because we're used to it now. How could we ever survive without a federal department of education? Oh, my! But now they want to finish it off. And we're not going to let them. And right now, they're spinning their wheels trying to figure out how to best implement that while we're gaining and rebuilding because that's what we do and i'm kind of excited about that podcast going up in just a little bit back at it tomorrow for a friday we're gonna have a fun day wrapping up the week for you until then as we mention all the time be your own voice of reason it's time for you to speak up speak out speak loud speak proud speak the truth and always speak some reason this is the voice of reason i'm andy hoosier everybody have a wonderful thursday Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.